Welcome to episode two. In this episode, we'll look at Magna Carta. You're listening to the History Hub podcast. Today, Magna Carta is famous as a symbol of British democracy across the world, but it started life as a failed peace treaty. Magna Carta was essentially a baronial document which aimed to put the king below the law, making him subject to the same rules as everyone else. So how did it come to pass in a country ruled by absolute power? How was King John convinced to give up some of his sovereignty? How successful was Magna Carta at the time? And why do we remember it today? This episode will give some background to the creation of Magna Carta, as well as some insight into what life was like for people in the 13th century. John became the king in 1199, and at this point, England operated under the feudal system, a governing system promoted by William the Conqueror. The king owned and ruled the country in its entirety, but granted land to the nobles and barons. In return, the nobles and barons would provide services, including the raising of an army if ever one was needed. The barons would grant their land to knights, who offered protection and service to the barons, and who gave out parcels of land in return for services to those further down the social hierarchy. Medieval kings, such as John, depended on the barons to maintain law and order throughout the kingdom, and could call on a great council of bishops, nobles, and barons to ask for their advice. So life sounds pretty good as a baron, right? Well, since his coronation in 1199, King John angered the barons in relation to several contentious issues. John made the barons pay scutage, a tax that could be paid instead of sending men and arms for the king's wars. Each time John demanded scutage, he increased the amount he wanted, and after 11 separate increases, the barons had reached their limit. John also drastically increased the amount of money he demanded for heirs to inherit their father's estates. He took bribes and used fines in courts as a way of raising money and employed sheriffs who would often use violent means to collect local taxes, all of which created resentment among the baronial classes. John also seems to have had a particularly cruel and vindictive streak. He had mistresses, he were generally the wives and daughters of the barons, and was widely suspected of killing his own nephew, Prince Arthur of Brittany. Barons who got on the wrong side of John, such as William de Brose, were punished without remorse. His wife and son were imprisoned and left to starve to death while William died in exile. Another important issue for the barons was religion. After a dispute with Pope Innocent III over the appointment of Stephen Langton to the position of Archbishop of Canterbury, John was excommunicated from the Roman Catholic Church and all religious services in England were banned. For six years, there was no mass no baptisms and no burials in consecrated ground, all of which had serious implications for the souls of the nation. Lastly, John had proven a complete failure in warfare. Medieval kings were meant to be great warriors, but John lacked the required skills for this, earning him the nickname John Softsword and John Lackland. In 1204, John lost Normandy, quickly followed by Poitou and Anjou, leaving John with only Aquitaine and Angevin inheritance in France. John attempted to reclaim his lost lands, but with no success, and in 1214, England suffered a particularly harsh defeat at the Battle of Bouvines. This was the last time John set foot in France. 
The barons rebelled in May 1215, after John had failed to meet their previous demands for reform. Things escalated, and the barons took over London, forcing John to agree to a meeting at Runnymede in June 1215. To keep the barons happy, John sealed Magna Carta in June of 1215 at Runnymede. The charter contained 63 clauses, which dealt with baronial concerns, such as limiting the amount the king could charge for an heir to inherit their father's estates. Other important clauses in Magna Carta laid out how no one should be imprisoned without a proper trial, that taxes could not be raised without the consent of the realm, and that freedoms and liberties of the church should be protected. We need to remember, however, that Magna Carta didn't apply to everyone. The document only refers to free men, which would have included the barons, knights, and burgesses of the towns, along with some peasants. But for the majority of the population, Magna Carta would have made very little or no difference to their everyday lives. A council of 25 barons were appointed to monitor the king, to ensure that he kept the agreement, which of course, he did not. In its original form, Magna Carta lasted for only a few weeks, and it was not long before the war between the king and barons was reignited. John died suddenly in 1216, leaving his nine-year-old son, Henry III, to inherit the kingdom. Under Henry and the guidance of William Marshall, Magna Carta was reissued in 1216, 1217, and then in 1225 in its definitive form. What had started under John as a document to placate the barons became a manifesto for good government under his son, and this is how it is remembered today. Thank you for downloading the History Hub podcast. Hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as the next episode is ready. But if you can't wait that long, head over and subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching History Hub. You've been listening to the History Hub podcast.